The following program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle. Brought to you by Angie Lancaster Remax, GMIG's Fifth Street Pub, and AMPM Plumbing. Now, live from GMIG's Fifth Street Pub in Valley Junction, this is the Hawkeye Huddle with your hosts, David Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on ESPN 1350, ESPN Des Moines. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. GMIG's back together again. We've had a, a couple of weeks where we've been on the road off and on here, but we're in our perch where we will remain for the next uh, 25 we, or some odd the, weeks. Are we actually in the nest? This Would is, this be this considered this the huddle nest? This has to be nest? the hawk's nest. How many years have we been here? Five? More than that. I think so. Six. I don't know. <laughs> feels, feels like, like 10. It feels like 10, maybe more like 20. <laughs> Since G-Mix has only been open now 12, 13 years. Yeah, we haven't been here that long. We've been on our 20 years uh, on, on the radio, though, on the radio. And we bring you everything in the world. Yeah, and our podcast. And our podcast At well. thehawkeyehuddle.com. Free, as always. It should be up tomorrow. Uh, Lord willing. Follow, follow Brett Ridge at Hawkeye Huddle 2 and me at Hawkeye Huddle. The Hawkeye. They, they actually Hawkeye do. Huddle. A, uh, Peter, Peter does an excellent job of putting the podcast right into the folder. Right? Peter's and done a spectacular, spectacular job as our producer over the last six weeks. He has, considering... We're not good at this part of it. But in any case, i got to fire up a little bit here. Hawks with the victory this last week uh, over Purdue, 20-14. to 14. Uh, If ever there was a pedestrian win, maybe this is it in the Big Ten, right? Pedestrian? Uh, well, kind of, uh, in Iowa City, you have to yield to all the pedestrians. Yeah, you do, and Iowa, I think, yielded a couple of times the other day. So interesting, you know, interesting start. Break open a big play. Caleb Johnson goes 69 yards for a touchdown. As I dreamed about. It, as you I literally it. foretold this. It was foretold in the If Bruce was here, he could back Benshire. me up. Because, yes. because he, I told him before I left for the game on Saturday that this is what I thought was going to happen, and sure enough, it did. Well, that part did. They actually ran the ball very well after that. I th- you know, ended up with 180 yards rushing, and that's with 25 yards in sacks. So over a couple hundred yards on the ground for the Iowa offense. Which Did LaShawn Williams is good. get over 100 himself? No. It was like 130, 140 for KJ, and uh, and uh, and I think he was I like I didn't six, know we had now anointed him KJ. How do you like that? Caleb Brown back at practice this week, by the way. Good. Uh, everybody worried about that. What was his personal issue? He It was personal, according to Kirk, and personal is personal. That's what he Hemorrhoid said. Hemorrhoidal flare-up? My guess is he may have he may have had a butt hurt, but it wasn't that kind. It's from what yeah. I yeah. what I heard, and I don't really have great sources anymore since Andrew's no longer in school. But his, what I heard is he fell asleep in meetings. Oh, that could be. And that is that gets the wrath. That would get that would get that would get the wrath, draw the wrath in the ire of the Iowa coaching staff. Well, Iowa wins a twenty to fourteen. Um, uh, Deacon Hill. Six, the thrill Hill. The thrill Hill, six for 21 with a touchdown. Uh, an interception that did, by the way, hit Seth Anderson in the hands. And uh, the face mask. Right. And it went through was, his hands, hit the face mask, and yeah. then was picked off. So, um, on the other end, uh, a, a tough day in terms of finding his targets for Deacon Hill, to say the least. We're going to have to talk a lot more about that as we move on, but Iowa did win the game 20 to 14. And uh, they bring up Wisconsin this week, uh, number 28, if you're watching the AP poll. Uh, they're ranked 28th. Guess who's 28th in the uh, coaches' poll? 
Iowa. The Iowa Hawkeyes at five and one uh, and, and two and one. So what, what are, what's uh, and Wisconsin's lower. Uh, Iowa has like seven votes in the AP, and Wisconsin's getting like forty, and Iowa's getting like forty in the coaches poll, and Wisconsin's getting like seven. So I don't know how that works. Well, but. maybe uh, the voters got them transposed. It, uh, Essentially, they're the same teams, with the exception <laughs> that it appears that the uh, Wisconsin offense actually works on occasion from time to time. Whereas the Iowa offense is yet to prove that it works, other than the fact that if you looked at the schedule before the season, Brett, what would you have said Iowa would be right now? I would have said Iowa was five and one at this point. And regardless of the point thing, let's say that Iowa had scored an additional hundred points. What would you say the record would be right now? Five and one. Five and one. So therefore, the gnashing of teeth and all of that that continues on with, inside the Hawkeye Nation fan base. And I will say this, the fans at least heeded the let's stop booing, let's stop chanting fire Brian, at least at home. Um, so it's it interesting. Somebody on Twitter said they heard it, and I thought I didn't hear, I didn't it. hear I it on the it. radio. I never and, heard it once. And on the TV. Now, remember, I so for those. Remember, I was uh, there. Yeah, for, for those uh, paying attention at home, keeping score, uh, I, I made it through the first half and uh, half, half of the first quarter and then had to head to a wedding back here. So, by the way, listening on the radio, it is very difficult these days to discern what is actually happening in the football game. Listening it to it on the Hawkeye broadcast, really? I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, this is. This is. A, I, I got in the car. I was told the score was seven to nothing. You were there when they scored. I was told then that the score was ten to nothing. Then I was told, oh wait, we haven't kicked the field goal yet. This is God's honest truth. Oh wait, we haven't kicked the field goal yet. It's seven to nothing. Then it was ten to nothing. Then a kickoff happened, and a first down play before I heard somebody actually say, "Okay, second down and eight now for Purdue." In other words, two entire plays skipped. Well, the while we read the congratulations from Gert from Guernsey for her 400th birthday, right? It should be noted that Gert lives listens every week. It's <laughs> very and eats Eddie's mother's chili. Yes. And so therefore Gert I, from Guernsey it, uh, is reminiscent of Aaron uh, from Adel. I, you know, I I I Alan we, from Albia. We know how tar hard it is to John do radio. from Johnston. But I got to tell you, the, the, it it really when you're depending on trying to figure out what is happening in the game, it's really frustrating to listen I to that radio broadcast. I gave you my peacock. I used in. it after that. I didn't feel comfortable trying that until I had no other choice because I was driving in the car. Well, all the way if back nothing to else, you could have just listened to the TV. Yeah, but that vocals. doesn't happen. You didn't end up glancing down all the time. Anyway, anyway, um, nonetheless. Uh, Iowa got out to the ten to nothing lead. The defense was playing lights out, and then took a little bit of a of, of a little haze. Ate us at the uh, end of the first half. I thought it was just we that was a weird play, broken play. Xavier well, two or three Wampa guys had, missed a tackle, and then I didn't had think a terrible angle. And, and I didn't yeah. think that uh, Jamari Harris gave a very good effort. If you want my opinion I, on that, play. I agree. I thought that I thought they all looked at each other like somebody else was going to make that tackle, right. and the and Purdue. Suddenly it was within three. Then Iowa dominated the second half again, uh, only getting the one touchdown, but dominated it. And uh, up twenty to uh, up twenty to six. Boy, I haven't seen a, a guy snap hook a field goal like that in a long time. Is it? But that ball went sideways in a hurry, and so suddenly it's still only twenty to six. Purdue gets it to within twenty to fourteen, 
and Iowa, you know, decides again that uh, that a quarterback sneak would not be the easiest way to get a yard. We need to hand it off four yards deep. When we get Tom on, I, when we get Tom on again, I want to ask him if anybody asked Brian whether it was Saturday night or today or Kirk, why did we not quarterback sneak when it was uh, first and goal at the three after Cooper DeGene's, uh interception? And why did we not quarterback sneak when it was third and one? Uh, late in the game that a first down seals the game. So Iowa ran six plays, uh, eight I guess, but six a actual tries towards the goal line inside the 10-yard uh, line the other day. They went backwards on all of them with the exception of an inter uh, incomplete pass. Um, literally went backwards on all of them, including the one where they tried the tackle-eligible Screen pass. Did you notice that in yes, from the stands? Yes, we, we figured that out. Um, it took us what? a second because, and I think it was Andrew Why? who goes, was that Richmond he was trying to throw that yeah. to? And um, <laughs> I don't know because, God forbid, we just line up and run the football right at someone. Or, or throw it into the end zone. Or how about this? Let's line up five wide but put our quarterback under center. There'd be something to do. And he's 253 pounds. Now those guys have to spread out and cover those wide receivers. They can't pack it in. You can just walk forward into the end zone. But, again, there's a lot of reasons to think that Brian Ferentz is getting getting the short end of the stick in some of the, the, the commentary. His wife's but, getting the short end of the stick. But <laughs> I didn't know that. But in this case, again, you have thrown the ball down the field. Your quarterback is struck. Thank you. Your quarterback is struggling mightily. He is able to throw two balls to Eric All, who went up and got both of them, neither of which were no, really easy catches. No, the touchdown pass was super easy. No, no, not, not that one. No. The, the, the drive to get them yes. down there before the tackle, the yes. tackle eligible screen. They were two long plays. They were great plays by All. They get down there, and instead of trying to throw it into the end zone, he goes. Now he did. He did have a swing pass on third down that he should have hit Leshawn Williams for a touchdown for a walk in for a walk in touchdown. But again, that play was not designed to go into the end zone. I, I just I, the I understand there's a lot of people packing that that area, but are you seriously telling me that I, when you get that going, it's like the jet sweep uh, in the Western Michigan game that had me so upset. You're running down the, the field. The jet sweep with uh, Arlen Bruce against Iowa State uh, from the seven yard yeah, line. Why? Why? Right? Why do you need to get cute? Why would you call not only a screen pass but a screen pass to a tackle? Well, you're it's gonna a touchdown it. if he if they complete it. It's your 360 it's a pound it's man a, has to Brad, run six about, yards. It's about execution. He yeah, had three uh, guys. There was a 1,200 pounds of humanity. Don't gonna walk into the end zone. Cute. Why get cute? You don't because need he to. doesn't have enough confidence in being straightforward, and that, and frankly, is the issue. If you don't have enough confidence being straightforward, my point is this: we took out the quarterback sneak because allegedly our quarterback was hurt. We got a new quarterback. He's not hurt, and he's huge. So it, why we had three different opportunities where we, in my mind, we could have run a quarterback sneak eight times in that football game. But three very obvious opportunities where we should have run the quarterback sneak, didn't run them all. In fact, we decided to go to freaking shotgun it from second and three. Yeah. And he snaps it over the dude's head, and then we run an inside draw plays. It gets us yeah. back down to where we were, which was probably the play they were going to run beforehand. But, again, why are we doing this? This is this is why there's gnashing of teeth.
Yeah. This is why there's grinding it's, of gums. It's one thing to not score points. It's another thing it's to, another have, thing to, to, to screw to, to up look, opportunities yes, to score points. Yes, to screw points. up the opportunities you do have and or to not just seal the doggone football game when all you got to do is walk forward one yard and the game is over. I'm not sure what Mario Cristobal. Yes. I mean, no come on. No kidding. I mean, it, this is where Brian, Brian was literally that close, right? He, instead of walking forward and keeping hold of the football, he hands it off three yards deep in the, and, and Williams doesn't get anything. Anyway, Iowa did win the game. Maybe you can't tell. They did win the game. They're 5-1. and one. We're getting set for Wisconsin this week. It's 3 o'clock on, is that on him? Fox. Uh, it's on Fox this weekend? Uh, on Fox? Nice I think season. so. Fox or FS1. I'm not sure about that. You sure it's not the Peacock? I'm certain it's not Peacock. Okay. We have to, so many choices. Uh, three, o'clock, I, three o'clock on Fox, I think. Yeah. Fair to Midland chance that uh, there'll be some Hawkeye fans up there in uh, Badgerland and, and trying to root on the Hawks, and we'll see what happens. We're going to talk a lot more about that. I think we're getting towards the yeah, time. It's 512. 512. Okay, we got three minutes. We should take, let's keep our three minutes. Yeah, Wisconsin favored by 10. Yep, I, are they favored by 10 now? 10. Did, I With a total I of 38. Hmm. Hmm. 23-13 is what they're telling. Well. 24-14. If Iowa's run game actually can generate some juice, I don't think Deacon Hill can be that bad again. Can well, he? well, here's the question. Is Wisconsin going to care how many wide receivers we have lined up since we don't throw the ball to them and we haven't completed a pass to them? So they're just going to let them go out there and they're going to put 10 in the box and leave them wide open because they don't feel like we can even just throw a little pass out there. I mean, why don't we just, just for giggles, why don't we just run a tunnel screen just for once, just so we can say we completed a pass to a wide receiver and gave a guy with an opportunity to, to make a move down the field? Why not? I, I don't know. Why not? I, I it, At this point in time, it, it boggles the mind to think that you – can't if if you can't complete a ball down the field, then you can't find a way to complete the now, ball. Now it's not to say he didn't scrimmage. try to complete the ball down the no. field. He threw the ball down the field quite often. Uh, he threw seventy-yard pass, uh, second or third play of the game, mm-hmm. incomplete. But he threw it down the field. He missed wide open receivers twenty yards down the field by the ball sailing over uh, the intended receiver's head. Um, the he, touchdown there, to all was was a nice throw. It was a great throw. It was throw. an easy throw, but it was a nice throw. It's a it's a uh, Division One Power Five quarterback throw that he made look easy. That one was good. So we just need to see more of those and less of the I'm trying to throw the ball through the entire north end zone. <laughs> the joke of the day for me was that Andrew and I, when we were driving there, were talking about what if it turns out that he's actually – really good, and you have a quarterback controversy next year when Cade McNamara comes back. Yeah, that was what, something that I, was I, had mentioned, I had mentioned while. Uh, as well to someone. It was like, gosh, what if we could we actually have a controversy? Wouldn't that be a great idea? This just in, we're not going to have one based on, so. based on the early returns. Now, Atlanta has not sent their ballots in. Pennsylvania <laughs> has not sent their ballots in. Strange so, things happen when Michigan does, uh, sends it, their ballots so Michi- in, yes. I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities for more votes yeah. to be sent in and for for Deacon the Thrill Hill to show over the course of the next five games, five regular season six. games, six regular season games. Six. Wisconsin, five Minnesota. And one. We're five and one. we get 12 games. 
Yeah, all those games. All I know you were told there was be no math, but there isn't. You know, right. And so. I don't usually mess that up, but nevertheless, starting with Wisconsin, is that not where he started his college career? It is. So he comes in with a chip on his shoulder. He might. He very well might. Let's hope he takes that chip off so he can throw a better throw pass. Throw a little bit better pass. All right. We'll take a break on that. How's that sound? There we we'll go. We'll come back. We'll grab Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. When we come back, I wonder if people can hear that. That's I don't great. know. It's a fun little toy. When we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1350 ESPN. Saturday morning means sporting news for every season. 7 to 9 on Outdoor Call Radio with Outdoors Dan on 1021 FM, 1350 ESPN. Des Moines Sports Leader. And we are back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. G-Migs in West Des Moines. Street Street Pug. House. <laughs> We're not supposed to sing on this show. That wasn't really singing. Okay. That was more You're, of a bad miming. Skit-scatting? There you go. And there you go. Anyway, you can join us uh, each week here, 5 to 6 o'clock on Tuesdays uh, right here at G-Migs. And, of course, uh, Around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com with our podcast. It'll come up tomorrow, usually Wednesdays as well. And speaking of people you can check out from around the world at hawkeyereport.com, it's our good friend Tom Kakert of hawkeyereport.com checking in for uh, the uh, 800th time. time. <laughs> good afternoon, mm. Tom. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How was your Tuesday? How was the drive? Tuesday was good, you know. Another uh, another week. Uh, Tuesday in the books with Kirk and company, and um, you know, sometimes it gets a little mundane. But then I realize we only get like twelve of those. So um, enjoy these weeks while we can. So I was saying the other day, it was like, you know, we love football season so much, and all of a sudden, you look at the schedule, and I was already back halfway half through. The, yeah, we're in the back half now. And, you know, NFL, thankfully, because they have 18 weeks, I mean, we're only a third, or not even quite a third of the way through uh, the NFL season. But still, it's, it's, it goes so fast. The season yeah. just goes so fast. Yep. So, uh, so we wait for it ahead. all year. And, yeah. here it is, and then here it is. We're halfway through, just like that, right? It's true. And this is the other reason. I, now, this is the other reason for people to I, – I have to remind myself of this. Just chill and enjoy the victories. Right. Right. The win is the win. Enjoy it. I, I think that you can flush it on Sunday. <laughs> uh, you, you can. But, you know, Tom, the one thing that I think is starting to wear thin on Iowa fans, it, 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 it is just that, again, that any time Iowa is talked about now, it's the joke of the offense. And that's. I, oh, yeah. I, it's it's un, it's unfortunate. Uh, and I, they were saying the other day and you were I'm, uh, I was watching the Peacock uh uh, broadcast and and they hit on it like five times. This is the legacy of Kirk Ferentz. This is how he always does it. Is you know there's no offense involved. And I'm like, no, it's been the last couple three years. And then sometimes in between here and there where the offense was not great. But to say that Kirk has never had any offense, and that's the narrative now. It's just flat out. It 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 it's, it's wrong. Lazy. And, and it's lazy. it's lazy. It's exactly right. It's lazy. And, and, but that's where they're at now because all these guys relatively the are new. So they're new. Because the offense is bad. Yeah, it's just, well, it's, you know, it's the flavor of the, the month. But you know what? Um, they always 
seem to figure out a way to win a football game. And you can complain about Purdue's not good or whoever's not good and you know, Michigan State or whoever. Bottom line, you got to go out and win football games. And, um, and they keep doing it. And if they do it this week, guess what? I was in not a lock to go to Indianapolis because nothing's for assured sure. with, with, the, with the football team for sure. But they're in the driver's seat to go to Indianapolis. You know, it's nothing to lose this weekend, actually. I mean, re- really, seriously, Wisconsin's got a couple yeah. of tough games going down the road. I, there's nothing to lose. They go in there and, and uh, they get this one, and you're right there in the driver's seat. Even if they don't, there's a lot of season left. Um, and maybe it's not pretty, but there's a lot of season left to watch Iowa win football games, particularly with the, with the schedule that's out there. Questions, though, about things we saw this last week and david and i were just it, it, this is this is so, his question tom here's the question why didn't we quarterback sneak one time with the new ginormous quarterback <laughs> yeah i know that was weird uh especially on a couple of those third and short plays although um i did love one of the best play calls of the year was that play action on third and two uh where they loaded it up with four tight ends and then just did a wheel route with Eric Hall and got a touchdown out of it. I thought that was a incredibly good call. Um, you know, okay. if you're going to criticize, criticize Brian Ferentz for one thing, you got to give him credit when he does something right too. Uh, okay, great. And I, and I'm with you. That was a great call, but it was yeah. third and one with an opportunity to seal the game sure. with your, with your ginormous quarterback. And, and we run a delayed, delayed counter yeah, with Leishon with Leishon. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I I agree. I thought it was. I thought that was tailor made for a for a sneak. Um, I thought at first and goal after Cooper DeGene got the ball was tailor made for four sneaks. Did, <laughs> it might have been. Has it, has it, it been confirmed? Been. Were, were we actually trying to throw a screen pass to Mason Richmond? That was confirmed. Was that yes. confirmed? Yes, Mason confirmed it today. That uh, they were trying to throw a pass to him. It got knocked down at the. Uh, by one of the defensive linemen, but um, yeah, and honestly, if you go look back at it, if they get that ball over to him and he catches it, which are two big ifs, but if that happened, he's probably waltzing into the end zone because I think there were like three people in front of him, that, and yeah, there was, was not 12, a lot of, not many Purdue people. It was 1,200 pounds of humanity that was going to thunder in, <laughs> and we were going to have a big man touchdown, which is always fun, but yeah, again, you still have to execute. And not to borrow the line of John McKay, what did you think of your team's execution? And he says he was all, all for it. For it. <laughs> the, que- the, que- the question is, it, what does Deacon Hill need to do to improve his quarterback play when it comes to the passing game? That's the, the big question. Um, if you talk to Kirk Ferentz, um, he's going to tell you that he just needs to relax and just make the makeable throws. And there's probably something to that. Uh, but there's another side that might be he's just not that accurate. And there's a reason why he was, you know, fourth string at Wisconsin. So um, there, there is that as well. But he's just so – I think the thing we for, forget about is he's just not very game experienced at all. Uh, because, you know, the COVID year was his senior year in high school. And in California, he's from Santa Barbara. They played three games in the spring, and that was it. And so he essentially has gone like 
three years without playing, like playing, playing, like in games. And, um, and that's a learning process. So um, there's something to that, I think, that, that maybe he's got to – but it's on-the-job training right now. It's just got no choice. Um, well, you know, I, even but, asked, but, I even asked him today, I said, did you ever think you'd be in this spot? And he said, no, you know, where he would, he would have been starting it against Wisconsin this year. He was like, there's, I never even crossed his mind. Well, well, he was headed to the Ivy league, right? Fordham, Fordham. Is that Man, I, 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 they're not Ivy, but, um, what are they? Uh, they're lower than what are, whatever they, he was not going yeah. to a big school to play, right? No, uh, Fordham, no, Fordham plays in the A 10 in basketball. Yeah, they're in okay. A10 in basketball, but um, I don't know what conference they're in. But they're um, they're FCS. They're they're um, you know the lower you level. And I, so yeah, and I'm not even it, sure he was going to start there. To be honest. <laughs> so what's wrong with Joey Latus? That, right, if that's the case, I mean, Joey, or did how far away did did Kirk overshoot on Joey Labus then? Well, I, that's the other question because. I know everybody was clamoring for Joe Labus, and it's not like Joe Labus set the world on fire. It's not we saw like, boy, he looks like uh, you know Drew Tate out there in that bowl game. He, you know, he. Um, I know one of the things that they were the, most, the thing they were most worried about is that he was going to turn it over a bunch because that's what he was doing in practice leading up to the bowl game. Uh, yeah. So they were just nervous about about turnovers in the in the bowl game. He didn't do that. Um, is there a chance that if Deacon throws a bunch of interceptions that they'll go to the bullpen? I think so. There has to be. But um, if Deacon just manages the game, I, I don't see Kirk jumping off of this at all. I kind of, you know, the, the other thing you got to remember is Deacon came in in January and by the end of spring ball, and remember, Joe Labus was healthy then, and he had beaten him out for the backup job at that point. Well, he certainly has a gun. He certainly has arm strength, and, and there's something there. And that's why, you know, there's there, there should be some excitement. I think that that's why there's disappointment in the fact that he didn't play better this last week after having a week in there, you know, but we'll see. Hey, and uh, you hey, there's a lot of There's a lot of great quarterbacks in, in NFL and college football history who stunk their first start. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No question. There's that absolutely. long... Uh, Peyton Manning was terrible at his first start in the NFL. I think he was probably pretty average even in, in college in his first start. I, so there were I mean, Peyton said he had 38 interceptions his rookie year <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Not that, so not that we're saying that, that Deacon Hill is right. going to beat Peyton Manning. But, um, right. Um, but it's just. I'm gonna I'm gonna be um, patient with him and see what happens. Now this week is just boy, it's it's a hard situation for him because he was at Wisconsin. He knows all those people. He's you know it's just um, and How's I, he I relax? saw how I saw how tensed up Nate Stanley got when he made his first start up there in in 2017, coming off of hanging 55 on Ohio State and Iowa didn't score a point on offense against Wisconsin and only had 66 yards total offense against the Badgers uh, that day in 2017. Here's the thing I don't get about this. I, now, so, Tom, I, I've got limited experience in Camp Randall. I went the last time Iowa was up there. Yeah. Not impressed. I just, it, wasn't, it wasn't loud. People were, on, people were expecting to win. Um, it, was, I, it just wasn't a, a daunting atmosphere. If a night game, maybe it's a little different. 
I did, now, I've heard it get loud up there, obviously, but uh, for a game like this, I almost feel like um, th there's an opportunity to go in there with you know being just a little bit over, over, overconfident on Iowa, and that, that would be the thing I'd hope for. You're actually kind of right that, you know, because I've been up there a lot, and um, it's, it's hit and miss. I mean, there's sometimes when, it, yeah. when it's crazy there, but really the only thing they've got is jump around. And that's when right. they all get wild and get 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 uh, goofy and everything up there. But other than that, it just doesn't. It's kind of a eh, okay atmosphere. But the students don't come in until halftime. I mean, yeah, they, they didn't. They it, right. You I know, mean, that's that's because of that tragedy they had up there many many years ago, where some some students died in a um, kind of a trampling situation. So oh, so they got to come that, in through that single file. Yeah. Very single file in. careful with yep. them coming in, yep. but it's especially true for an uh, early kick for the 11 a.m. kickoffs. Yeah, Boy, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They they don't fill it up until halftime, and then you know you get to the start of the fourth quarter and you hear that screech, and then everything goes to heck in a handbasket. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, Tom, we only have about a minute left. What do you think is going to happen this weekend? Um, I. I I'm going to pick Wisconsin. I picked Wisconsin before the season. I, I just think they're um, they're the better team right now, and especially in this situation. I think if Iowa had a healthy Cade McNamara, it's it's a good battle. I think, um, but I just it's a big ask if they pull this one off. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Just, yeah, I mean Harry Houdini. Okay. Yeah, this this would be something, and and we'll just wait for the national media to get outraged because Iowa won ten to six or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Ten nine. Like they did. That was twenty. That was ten to six. Was the uh, twenty fifteen game where Joel yep. Stave turned it over four times, including in the final couple minutes when uh, Nate Meyer knocked one loose and uh, or Faith Akakity, one of the two. Uh, they were both involved in the. Oh, they fumbled down on the goal down line, the too. Goal line. And, right. yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. we were in, on your, in your solarium watching that game. We decided so. we had a football game, team that day. All right. You know what, Tom? Hey, we appreciate it. Um, you, you may or may not be we, – we'll hope you're wrong on that one. But I also hope you get back to uh, go to Kinnick on Sunday. Yes, yes. Uh, I think they're closing in on 50,000. It looks like the weather's going to be a little chilly, but I think we'll – there's still and maybe a little windy. It might feel like about 40 degrees, but I think they're going to be out there playing ball, and it's going to be pretty cool. I think it's going to be really cool. It's going to be very fun. All right, we're going to get to a break. Thanks, Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com. Okay. Thank you. We'll check you next week. All right. And uh, we'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on ESPN 1350. This is the voice of Drake women's basketball, Hunter Phillips, and you're listening to 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. It's easier when you read 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. I get it right when I read it. I did, we've been on other stations for a while. Why don't we have a card? I've got it right here. I just wasn't reading it. and, and I, yeah, I was thrown off by as the, Tom, the crowd as, of people that have come into GMIGS to see us tonight. I really appreciate that. It's, what a, it's terrific, What a right? welcome back. One of uh, West Des Moines' favorites, Steve B. Freed, in the Phoenix, Arizona Hawkeye contingent. Good to have them here. 
you can uh, join us as well. We'll probably be sitting here for a little while, I would think, chatting with some folks here after the, uh, One after never the show. Knows. One never knows. And, of course, we'll be here. Once uh, basketball season hits, we end up watching a lot of basketball here as well. So, yes. Um, Anyway, Brett Ridge, Dave Grant Jr. here with you on the Hawkeye Huddle. And um, for those who are looking for the score of the baseball game, it's 6-1 Houston in the uh, through seven. Are we allowed to do that? I just told him the score. Yeah, all right. I'm not broadcasting. No play-by-play. No play. That's right. Yeah, either way, it's as much as Gary Dolphin gives you. There you go. So, there you go. Uh, the bi some of the big news we have not hit on. Uh, so the NCAA is ostensibly thinking – uh, thinking is a is a relative term. Don't you about mean thinking? Thinking, sort of like what happens when my wife has a few too many drinks and then it, she starts to think and she thing. calls it thinking. Yes, they are thinking about uh, the the new penalties for uh, gambling for students but and making them retroactive at the end of this month, which would let Noah Shannon play. Why are they waiting until the end of the month? Uh, which is Kurt Ferentz's question. Why? First of all, what took them so long from the beginning of the summer until football season to say anything, and now to, to finally do this? It's just absolutely crazy. He, you know, but Noah Shannon was injured, and so he hasn't really been practicing. He's back at practice this week. He's he cleared to play. He was injured apparently, so he's back at practice. But he he's break getting his ready hand, to play. Punching a wall. Yeah, he might have. Uh, if this works out, you're looking at least November which puts him at Wrigley Field uh, against Northwestern, and it gives uh, you him against uh, Illinois and Nebraska, Illinois, Nebraska and, and, Rutgers, Rutgers. and Rutgers, which would be fine. The Iowa defense is just in. We haven't mentioned the six sacks this week um, after no. they only had three the entire year so far. Uh, they got to the quarterback this week. They, they dialed it up. They did do some things. They, 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 were, they were blitzing a little more, but it wasn't necessarily that. There were some... I, I call all it more the twists and all things of like the that. sacks were by the defensive line, yes. so the pressure was being put it's, on. Now you have to you have to say this: there were coverage sacks because he had plenty of time to throw the ball, but there's no one to throw it to, and then and then he got happy feet. And oh, by the way, keep, he did run out of the pocket several keep, times. Keep, yeah. keep testing uh, Cooper DeGene, please. Big Ten quarterbacks, yeah. keep throwing to your best receiver because he's going to be on top of him, and keep testing him. Because it's, sooner or later, you're going to not throw a perfect right. pass and Cooper's going to pick it off. He did get beat once. He did not get beat. He caught up and He caught up and caused a penalty, 15-yard <laughs> yes. penalty in college, which yes. is better than a 35 or 40-yard gain. However, that being said. Then they uh, didn't score. They didn't score. And, oh, by the way, he also picked off a pass that was thrown. He broke up a pass. They threw another one at him. It was incomplete. And they threw a third one. Almost in succession, he picked that one off. Yep. Uh, Jamari Harris uh, will start again at corner this week, but uh, his backup, uh, who started the year nicely, Deshaun Lee, uh, is out this week. So Devin Hilson would step in From there for Des Moines some North. Yes, if it, uh, that's which pretty, is a great that's story. Impressive. Great story uh, would step in. If uh, if needed at that point. Uh, quick update as we like to do on this uh, shorter segment: the field hockey team lost. At Northwestern the other day, number two Northwestern beat number three Iowa two to nothing. Um, I think I was tied in at halftime. Uh, yes, I think it was too. Tied you, at halftime on BTN. I kind of only watched the halftime and then forgot about it. And just the color pageantry of, you know, of, of college, <laughs> of college field, field hockey. They do have Indiana this week, Friday at 2 p.m. They're 10 and two and two and two. The soccer team went down as well. 
lost at Nebraska four to two. They've got Northwestern Thursday at seven p.m. on like BTN. We should say that. I, yes, we can say that. Okay. Um, they are eight, two, and three on the year, sitting in eighth place in the Big Ten. I have no idea what that means for any NCAA berth of any kind, but I think it's still nicer. Eight, two, and three. Going and down doing all right. You, 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 you never know. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the, the other big news. The is, other big is, news is the crossover on Sunday. Yeah. Do you, are you are Kinnick. you going? No. I got so I'm going. You got I'll yourself some well, tickets. There were five bucks, right? And I bought them. I don't know, eight weeks ago. And I'm I, I'm not anywhere near the court. <laughs> well, I'm going to stay at home in the comfort of my own house and and uh, and or comfort of my own favorite watering hole down here, and uh, watch the game. Brucey will have he'll have women's basketball on probably in the corner. And oh, it'll be on a couple. Well, TVs he's got well, he's got NFL uh, yeah, the a ticket big, yeah, and whatever. So. At any That's rate, true. at times it, it starts at like 3. It's a 2 p.m. game. 2, 2 p.m. Um, it looks oh, like right uh, during uh, bewitching uh, right. hour. And it looks like all the regular parking, football parking lots are open, uh, although you don't have people. There's no claim to them. you you got to pay if you go, but you, you, you get some good spots. Spot. So park. I'm, I'm going to check that out, right? Why That's not? Where we'll I see. Um, if nothing else, though, uh, they're expecting right around 50,000 fans. I'm in 124, which is like midfield, which means I'm – Away from the court, but it'll be interesting. You're not to the see. south end zone. Nope. I'm not, I, that was that was those were all gone. Uh, the north end zone were all gone at that point in time. Uh, also, just of note, this was a Big Ten Media Days the last couple of days for basketball. The Did you watch those people? Which you people? The what? people at the Big Ten Media on no. Big Ten Network. Which ones? There's one girl goes. I I was barely in my top five. I said they. I mean, I'm literally watching her. Speak, and she's got Maryland. Well, all Brenda Freeze does is win. She's got Ohio State because they're bringing back everyone. She's got Indiana's number one because you know they won the Big Ten regular season last year. And it but was my understanding didn't they didn't? No, Iowa won the Big Ten yeah. regular season. Then they went and won the tournament, and then they went and finished second I in the that country. Was right? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure because of the shot that Caitlin Clark hit. I thought they tied, ended up tying right. for it. Right. So. She said she has Iowa only barely in her top five in the Big Ten. Because of losing Monica Sinano. I guess. Which is a big loss. Well, but of course I mean, it is. But, I mean, really? With Caitlin Clark and with everybody else coming back from the, the entire rest of the team coming back? Hannah Stokey, uh, who played a ton, is going to be a huge contributor yeah, this it's, year. It's silly. It's silly. And, Addie O'Grady, who's the a, Irish weapon. It, it's it's uh, it's certainly possible that the Big Ten could be tough and Iowa could lose some games, but that's kind of crazy. One of the big games that right out of the shoot, by the way, the Hawks and Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech, of course, was in the Final Four uh, and lost uh, to LSU prior to Iowa's victory uh, over South Carolina. And that'll be on November 8th, I believe. So that comes up real quick uh, after they have this exhibition game. So that'll be kind of fun. And right, I always go. got a bunch of other, other good uh, non-conference games. All right. Got to take a break. Got to take a break here on 1350, 1021 ah. and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. On September 8th, 2023, Soccer Communications of Iowa, LLC, licensee of KRNT, 1350 kilohertz, Des Moines, Iowa, filed an application with the Federal Communications Commission for consent to transfer of control from Edward K. Christian, deceased, to the shareholders of Saga Communications, Inc. 
Members of the public wishing to view this application or obtain information about how to file comments and petitions on the application can visit publicfiles.fcc.gov and search in KRNT's public file. 2014 College Football Hall of Fame inductee and player for the Chiefs, Dolphins, and Giants, Trev Alberts, was born right here in Des Moines, Iowa. ESPN Des Moines is Des Moines Sports Leader. We are so going to look for those documents, aren't we? I mean, seriously, I mean, we're all, this is our station now. We're going to go make sure that this is being done right, huh? It's not our station no. since I have no relation to Saga, <laughs> except for at Creighton, the food service was prepared by Saga. <laughs> I don't know how or why. It is funny when uh, the, the, the funny little rules of the FCC... Right? That, the that are FCC out there. won't let yeah. me be. Again, I break into song for no apparent for reason. No, and we all wish you would not. We all wish you would not. All right, so Hawks head up to Wisconsin, 3 o'clock Saturday. Could um, have their hands full. They are going to have their hands full, but uh, it's not impossible. It's no, just not it's, impossible. They can, be be- they can be better on offense, and the defense, this just in is still really good. Statistically so, not the same, but still really good. So here's the here's the issue that I think that we have to we have to look at. And Wisconsin is not Penn State. But Iowa couldn't get off the field at Penn State. Uh, they had a fifteen play drive for a touchdown. I think they had a thirteen play drive for a touchdown or a field goal. Um, they had the the time of possession was something like 44 to 16 or, or well, something. Like Brian Spearn said, the defense had 97 chances to score and didn't get it done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, and, yeah. and so what, whatever you can't give up, you can't give up. 90, that, by the way. I know you can't <laughs> give up 97 plays on defense and expect your defense to hold up, which means the offense has got to, has got to make first downs. Has got, has to uh, control the football a little bit. And take opportunities when they get them. Meaning, when you have short fields, we don't need to run trickeration. We need to punch it in. We do not need the tackle-eligible screen, regardless of whether or not you can say, oh, well, look, it worked. Yeah, no, we don't need that. You need to play football, run it, play football. And if you can't win that way, you're not going to win. Not up there. Hey, and this just in, don't fumble the football. Don't fumble. Don't have penalties. Don't have penalties, and don't and, throw interceptions. And don't throw interceptions. Maybe get a, a, a good spot from the officials every once in a while, and you're going to be fine, right? You're try not be to fine. Ha- try not to have field goal blocked. Uh, you yeah. know, Iowa special teams on Saturday uh, was, frankly, I would have well, given Well, Tory Taylor is special teams player of the week okay. for his punting, but, yeah, the field Iowa, goal unit was not good. Iowa averages more yards punting than it does on offense in a game. yeah. yeah. I, there's going to be, at the end of this year, there's quite possibly going to be several records set for ineptitude, fu- for ineptitude and futility for a 10-win football team. It's possible. Well, I don't think there's any question. And, and we'll have to talk about this after the season's over, but what sort of transformation can they do, will they do? Because, frankly, Beth gets it, is not going to keep, is not going to stay with this status quo. She has proven to me that she is unwilling or she is willing to make a potentially a very hard decision or a hard choice as it comes to this. And if Brian is literally underneath her in terms of supervisory, he gone. 
find himself a job in the NFL. You can go. The lawsuit's over. You can go. Whether you're going to get hired. Go do whatever. Do whatever you want to do. And Kirk's going to have to find something. Thank, else, thank else. you for your time and yeah. energy. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and you and, got you got to keep the fan. You got to keep the fan base at some point in time from being embarrassed. And if it's not him, then Barnett's going to be the scapegoat. And he's going to be gone. And you're going to move Brian to the offensive line, and you're going to bring in a real offensive coordinator, not, not John, John Budizic, yeah, but someone real. Not an advisor. We're no. not doing an advisor. We're not no, doing an no advisor. We're not board. doing anything like that. Um, Tory Taylor uh, should be congratulated for what he did this last week, but let's face it, that's every week out of him. Drew Stevens a little scary for me. I, uh, his kick that was blocked was low, and then he did snap that. It was more of a slice, it but was he a, snapped it that was a one total that slice. And yeah. Now, keep in mind, it was windy, and I think the uh, Purdue kicker snap-hooked one that missed by a long margin from a shorter distance. Uh, I was right. That was where I was walking out. I thought it was good. No, it wasn't. It wasn't close. I, dude, I was standing right there. It was close. I, I was very well, pleased they called. I was very pleased they called it, uh, it because it just I, missed. I always trust the fans directly behind the, the goalposts. As far the, as I can tell, they've only missed one. Yeah, it was it was closer than I, I was directly behind it, but you know, at the mid level, I used to sit there. I stood there for just half a second, thinking to myself, you know, my first year as a season ticket holder, that's right where uh, I sat. Sentimental Actually, times. My first year I was in row four. Then after that I was there. Mostly but, you moved over there because you were close to the bathroom before you got to the car. No, I like being by the band. That's what it is. It's a band, Elwood. The but band. the band was at the other end then. Yeah, they were. They were. That was the little short. You're right. That was the little short uh, bleachers they had on the other end. And then the Scottish Highlanders would file in down that staircase, you know, and they would do the, the, uh, the bagpipes. You're pretty good with those, by the way. I, the fake bagpipes. Um, I, I have played the fake bagpipes more than once. Yeah, more. More than, than, once. than once. To a to an ACDC well-known song. I can never remember it, but I, I've done it. Is that if, if you want to rock and roll? Yeah. Is that what it is? That's it. Yeah. You're pretty good at it. So what's your prediction in your last so call? I I was wrong last week. I on thought, I thought we'd lose. I thought we're, this one I think we're going to lose, too, but that's because I picked it the the beginning of the year. I actually think so. I actually think Iowa plays this game uh, better, uh, more solid, stronger than they did certainly at Penn State. There's more confidence in this team coming in. I think Iowa actually loses this one in a close one. It'll be a bit of a heartbreaker. Uh, 24 to 24 to 16. They'll cover. We'll get within eight. We'll cover. Well, I got the exact same number uh, in terms of loss, but I have 17 to nine. That's a low-scoring game. Wow. <laughs> Three field goals? Of course. We're, we're not getting a touchdown in a safety. I think, see, Wisconsin's defense is not quite the same as what they've been in the last few. I, mean, they, I, I this agree. This is not the same Wisconsin team. They are still winning, but they are not doing it the same way. They are not I was ground still and winning, pound. And we're doing it the same way. We're doing it the same way. Wisconsin's going to try to spread you out a little bit more. They're going to try to throw it a lot more. But they, and I Bray, think Bray they're going to get the itchy trigger, trigger finger, and they're going to throw a couple of interceptions well, when they shouldn't. And it, that's going to play into Iowa making this closer. The only reason I give them 24 points is because they're in Camp Randall. Other than that. I give them 24 points because they're going to be on the field the whole game, and sooner or later the defense <laughs> is going to. It just breaks. It just, Iowa's offense has, got, is, has to prove that it can do something positive beyond the first 15 plays of the game. Right. It's got to it's be something past the script. 
right? Once the script is over, can, what do you do? Can he can write he, a script of 40 plays? No, because at, at then the game actually happens, and he has to start trying to figure out what to do with what's a, actually happening in the game. You know what I was shocked at with Purdue the other day? It was why they didn't try a lot more of the quarterback keepers that worked so well for Michigan State and Western Michigan and Iowa State. I mean, watch this weekend and see if Wisconsin, with a better coaching staff, because I like their coaching staff, a lot of respect for the guys they brought in, if they don't do a few things where you're suddenly like, oh, yeah, that's right. We don't do a very good job of containing that quarterback, right? Well, it's all about setting the edge. And, and you know, if you try to do that towards Joe Evans, I think he catches you. You'd go towards uh, Herkut. Yeah. Yeah, he, he crashes a lot, and you're, you're counting on Nick Jackson to get his butt over there and, and get that guy in. That's not necessarily right. Yeah. Hey, by the way. Uh, Andrew Rich checking in, listening on the radio, says we sound great tonight, yeah, which is great, to hear. which Ready? means Peter Camp did his job back at the studio. We really appreciate that. And uh, everybody that's helped us get this whole thing set up, uh, we're finally ro- rocking and rolling. As usual, third, fourth, five, fifth week of the season, we're good to go. All right. And by the way, thanks to the contingent that came down here to GMIX uh, to watch and I listen tonight. The huddle, They're all here. We're going to have a little fun with them here over the next few minutes. Uh, and you can join us again next week right here on ESPN 1350, ESPN Des Moines, and 102.1 FM.